knowing that your body changes. So therefore the amount of calories that your body needs per day is going to change as well. And your body is not meant to stay in a calorie deficit forever. Welcome to the more than just a type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type one diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. So you've lost weight, now what? This is an important topic because if you have ever embarked on a weight loss journey and you've done it before, you've dieted, you've exercised, you've just done all the stuff and maybe you lost weight, but then you gained it all back afterwards. It's like so frustrating. And there's a reason why this happens. It's not uncommon. If you've ever been on a weight loss journey before, it's likely happened to you as well. So you're definitely not alone, but there's a few steps that will ensure that you don't gain all of the weight back once you achieve your goal. And unfortunately, this makes me, this really triggers me where there's so much information out there about weight loss and different plans and programs that you can do. And these programs will help you get the results, but they don't teach you what to do after you get the results. Because once you achieve your weight loss goal, you don't just go back to life. You don't just go back to eating your normal thing. You, you know, there's certain steps that you need to take in order to a make sure that your weight loss that you've reached is going to be sustainable and B keep your metabolism a fat burning machine. So like, you know, you want to keep your body in that homeostasis so that you can have that foundation where if you ever want to lose weight in the future, you're going to be able to do it successfully. And so many of these programs and things that we're taught don't acknowledge that part. It's all, and and I mean, it's not sexy, right? Like selling a program about weight loss and how much weight you're going to lose and all of that, that's pretty sexy because, because that's what we want. But at the end of the day, the unsexy part is still a really big part of it because it's not, your journey doesn't end there. You know, when it comes to fitness, there's different seasons and you have to really nurture these different seasons in order to be whole and make things sustainable and be able to maintain those results that you got because it's so frustrating when you do end up gaining the weight back and you have no idea what happened. And then it's like you go into this hamster wheel spiral and cycle of yo-yo dieting or like doing things to lose the weight and then gaining it back and then losing weight again and then gaining it back. And it's like, no, you don't need to go through that. Like you can lose the weight, look great and really feel good in your body, even on your off season. And so your body isn't meant to stay in a calorie deficit forever either. So there are certain things that you need to know, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And it's so important because yeah, there's, you know, there's certain steps that you really need to take in order to 
just keep your metabolism strong and not do certain things that will push you back down. And honestly, I, I feel like in my own journey, because for so long I would do these diets and I would lose the weight and then I would gain it all back and just end up feeling worse about myself. Cause you go from being in this place of like, Oh my God, yes. Like I lost the weight. I feel great in my body and I feel so confident. And then you just don't have that knowledge to back up what you had done to get to where you are. And you don't really know, like no one's told you (laughs) the next step. So you just think it's, you go about your life, but then you end up gaining the weight back and then you feel horrible because it's like you went from this place about feeling so confident. And then all of a sudden you lost a bit of that confidence because suddenly you don't feel as good about yourself or as good in your skin. And that alone just kind of diminishes a little bit of that confidence, right? So it can be this cycle and you go through it. And then sometimes you blame yourself and your body and like, why does this happen? But it's not you. It's just the lack of knowledge that we're taught. And a lot of these different programs and stuff teach us. And I was going to say coaches, but I hope that if you ever hire a coach, they really, um, educate you and support you through the process so that you have all of that knowledge. I mean, that's what a coach is supposed to do. They're supposed to really give you all of the knowledge that you need to know so that you never gain the weight back. Like a good coach in my mind is someone who helps you out and supports you along your journey and ultimately is there so that, and teaches you everything so that you, once you're finished working with them, you have all of the knowledge that like, if you never wanted to work with a coach again, you wouldn't have to, because you have that knowledge. Um, that's, that's just my personal opinion, but it is really important. And so a lot of the time, these fad diets, and I know I've talked about this before, so you might already know this, but a lot of the time when you jump into a diet plan, you're jumping into a diet where there's in order for it to be super successful and and be sold in a super sexy package, it's like losing weight in a short period of time, which is not sustainable, first of all. Um, But when something is sold that way, and then you lose all this weight and there's no information on how to support you with the next phase of your fitness journey, then likely you're just going to gain all of the weight back because your body's going to go from this like starvation mode of eating very few calories. And then suddenly without any knowledge, you're like, okay, cool. Like my diet's done. And then you just gain it all back right? Like your metabolism at that point is like, I need the food, blah, blah, blah. And so it can just be a really shady, a really shady thing and not a fun place for, for you to be in. And that's what we're trying to avoid. And so for the context of this episode, like I'm going to assume that you've reached your weight loss goal in a sustainable way, because there's a slew of really, not so great things that happen, um, when you are losing weight in an unsustainable, unsustainable way. And one thing is, yeah, rapid weight gain right after your diet plan is done, because again, it's not sustainable. It's not going to keep your metabolism a fat burning machine. In fact, it can cause a lot of issues. I've been there myself where I was depriving my body of the nutrients that it needed because I wasn't fueling it properly for what my body needed individually. My hair broke off, my like just so many things went wrong. And so when it comes to your body, your body is 
I was going to say a temple, but that's so cheesy, but your body is really, it's the thing that supports you through life. You know, you want to take care of your body. And so many of us are searching for that self-love and to really feel confident in our skin. And it is possible for all of us, but really it's like, once you do start achieving your goals, you'll find more appreciation for your body. And you'll realize like you can literally transform your body and sculpt it to make it look any way that you want. Um, but there's just so many steps that go along to that and it is possible for you, but it's not possible to do it in a way that's unsustainable. So if you buy like a six week fat shredding program, like I would be a little bit more cautious of that because ultimately when it comes to sustainable weight loss, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. I teach this inside of my programs. When I work with clients one-on-one, it's the same thing. Like it takes time. You have to be in it for the long run and put in the work. There's no quick fix, magic pill, easy way around it. So that being said, in for the context of this episode today, we're going to just assume that you have reached your weight loss goal in a sustainable way and you've achieved your goal and you're like, okay, now what? And we are going to use one of my clients as an example for this episode today. So Sharon has been, we've been working together for a little while. She has lost a total of 12 pounds since the beginning of us working together. She's feeling really good in her skin. She's lean, she's toned, and she's feeling actually pretty amazing in her skin. And she feels like she's in a place now where she's ready to maintain her goal. And so we're going to chat about one method and it doesn't matter whether you've lost five pounds or 50 pounds, this method can still work for you. And in Sharon's case, her biggest fear is gaining all of the weight back, which she has lost. And this is why we're going to be doing a reverse diet back to her maintenance calories. And this is one method that I teach inside of my fat loss program, my fat loss for type ones program. We launch it one time per year, but this is one method that you will find in there because once you achieve your weight loss goal, I'm not just going to leave you hanging. (laughs) You're going to have the steps in order to maintain what you've worked so hard for. I think that is such an important part. So what we did at the beginning of her reverse diet, and I guess, first of all, I better explain what a reverse diet is. So when you are losing weight, you already know that a calorie deficit is how you lose weight. It's the only way that weight loss is possible, which means that likely you are going to be decreasing your calories every time your weight loss stalls and you might even be increasing your activity. So it's going to be a combination of both dropping your calories and increasing activity in order to continue progressing with your weight loss. And now when you do reach your weight loss goal and you're ready to maintain weight, our reverse diet is going to be the opposite of that. So couple of reasons why you might want to do a reverse diet is if like Sharon, you are feeling a little bit nervous about putting on weight 
And a reverse diet can be great because you're gradually increasing your calories. So just like you decreased your calorie intake, you're going to be adding those calories back in and you're going to do that slowly. Like every single week, you're going to, you know, monitor changes in body weight. You're going to track all your food and then you are going to gradually increase your calories week by week and you will be, you will gain some weight but it's going to be water weight, not body fat, especially in the beginning, because you're going to be eating more food, more carbs. So your glycogen stores are going to be a lot more full. And in Sharon's case, we were, we've been increasing her carb and her fat. And then once she reaches her maintenance calorie calories, we're probably going to decrease her protein. She doesn't really need to be eating like a gram of protein per pound of body fat. She could probably eat 0.7 grams, you know, like she doesn't need all of that protein once she's eating more food and she's not in her fat loss phase anymore. So what we're doing is Sharon is consistently tracking everything. She's tracking her food intake, how much protein, fat, and carbs she's eating and weighing herself every single day. And then at the, and then on a weekly basis, we are comparing her weeks and we are seeing how fast her rate of weight gain is. And then we're gradually increasing her food intake based on the numbers that we are seeing based on all of that data, because the goal here is to increase in a very gradual way. And then you'll notice when you do this, that your weight will stabilize. Like you might gain a pound of water weight and then your weight will stabilize. And what we're, the reason that we're doing this is because if you were to jump back into your maintenance calories and the maintenance calories are the amount of food that you're back, like the amount of calories your body needs in order to maintain its current weight. And so the reason that it can be beneficial to gradually increase them is because then you can really monitor and get your body back to maintenance because the amount of food your body needs changes. So whatever your maintenance calories were at the beginning of your fat loss phase, at the end of it, that number has changed because you have less body fat. And so you can, yeah, calculate a number and jump your calories back to maintenance. Um, but you'll also see a lot more weight gain with that. And when I say weight gain, it's not necessarily going to be body fat. Um, but if you're nervous about that weight gain, then an easy way to do it is by a very gradual increase. So that is what Sharon and I are doing. And she's feeling really good. She's feeling a lot stronger, which is one perk of eating more food, which means that we've also increased her training and we've kind of switched her goals, which helps in the process because you, instead of like focusing on losing weight, you can instead focus on just being stronger and building muscle because this is a great time to do that. When you are eating more food, it's so much more possible to build muscle more effectively. And so we've switched her mindset from weight loss to building muscle and she she looks good. So I'm really excited about it. And it's a really, really important thing to know because, you know, if you are done your diet, like say you've dieted down and you just go back to eating what you were eating before, your body's not 
in that your body's not the same. You've lost weight. So the amount of food that your body needs in order to maintain is different. So you can't just jump back into eating all this food, um, which is just, you know, a really important thing to know. But then also it's important to know that the amount of food that your body needs, obviously it's going to change throughout the duration of a fat loss phase. And then your body is not meant to stay in a calorie deficit forever. So it's really important to remember that and to make sure that you take the time after a diet phase to bump your calories back up so that your metabolism can stay a fat burning machine. So that if you ever wanted to lose weight in the future or get more lean, then your body would be in a prime place to do that. Because if you keep your calories the same, because you might even be thinking right now, like that's cool. After I finish my diet, I'll just keep everything the same. I won't eat more food, but you're doing your body a disservice if you do that, because your body will adapt to eating the amount of calories that you have set. So if you're constantly eating in a calorie deficit, or just, you know, say your body adapts to that deficit and you're not losing weight anymore, eating a small amount of food and you're not gaining weight either, your metabolism still is not going to be in a super strong place because technically based on where your body weight is, you could be eating more food than that. And so it's better to bump your calories up to a place where they, you know, you're not gaining weight, you're not losing weight, you're maintaining weight. So bump your calories up to maintenance and you do this over a course of a, you know, prolonged period of time because weight gain is only possible over like months and weeks of eating in a calorie surplus. So if you're bumping your calories up, then you'll know like, once your weight levels out, you'll be like, okay, this is my new maintenance. And you'll know for sure, like how many calories your body needs to maintain your weight, which is just so important because then, you know, like you can focus on training and then when you're ready to diet back down, you can, and you can do it successfully because if you, you know, keep your calories at we, I mean, let's say 1300 calories, cause that's the amount that Sharon had dieted down to. You keep it at that amount and then you're feeling kind of fluffy again because your body's adapted to that and you want to lose weight in the future. Well, it's going to be really challenging and it's going to be so near impossible to do that in a healthy way and in a sustainable way in the future because you would be creating a deficit from 1300 calories. So at that point, you would probably have to do a huge diet break or reset and get your metabolism back to being a fat burning machine in order to even lose fat again. So that's why it's so important to take these steps necessary so that you don't mess up anything that's, you know, so you don't, you don't mess your metabolism up. So to clarify exactly what we're doing, I I just want you to follow along with me, (laughs) but I hope I'm explaining this all right. But where Sharon and I had dieted down to is 1300 calories. So that was the ending point of her fat loss phase where she was feeling good. We're ready to do a reverse diet. And so every week or two, based on how her weight was, the first couple weeks, she, her weight was climbing a little bit. So we just, you know, we bumped her calories up to 1400 and we did that for a week or two. And then when her weight leveled out, because it will, then we bumped it up a little bit more. So we bumped it up to 1500 and we did it that way until we got to a place where it was her new maintenance. Her weight stopped going up. It did not increase anymore. It just stayed the same. And we were good. We increased her activity and we're on the right track. 
Now you might be thinking, well, what if I am increasing my calories slowly and my weight is just staying the same? Like say you've bumped them up from 1300 to 1500 and you're not gaining weight at 1500. So you're like, "Mm, I'll just keep them there. Well, chances are you can, depending on like what your body weight is, because obviously the amount of food that our bodies need individually is going to be completely different. So in Sharon's case, her maintenance is at 1800 calories. That's like a rough estimate for her maintenance. And so had we have stopped at 1500 calories, she would have been depriving herself of like 300 calories, right? So It's important just to take it slow, and the trick here is to keep increasing um, very gradually until you get to a place where you're feeling good and you are not like gaining weight. Because as soon as you start gaining weight, so if we had just kept bumping it up past 1800, maybe we went, say we jumped into like 2000, we would see a weight weight gain increase and it would probably keep increasing because she's eating in a surplus. So we'd be like, Hey, we need to bump it back down, you know? So you can really know what your maintenance calories are by monitoring changes in body weight based on the amount of food that you are consuming. So the trick is to, you know, make sure you're tracking your food on an app like my fitness pal, and then monitoring changes in body weight daily, because this is how you'll really know how many calories your body needs individually to lose weight. And if you want to have a calculator of like a calculation of just an estimate of how many calories your body needs based on where you are currently, I have a free calculator that you can use, but just reminder, it's just an estimate. So the only way to know for sure accurately how much food your body needs every single day is to really track your food and monitor changes in body weight. But if you want to check out the calculator, you can go to tajacato.com forward slash calories, put in your info, and then it'll give you a estimate of how many calories your body needs. So if your goal is to maintain weight and you want to know how many calories your body needs, you can use that calculator and then you can use the reverse diet method to work your way up to that number. Just if you want to have a number in the back of your mind. All right. I know that this was a lot today, but I hope this episode is helpful and I hope it gave you some insight and some important information that will help you along your own journey. And if I can just leave it with one little tip from my own personal journey, I want to say this, that if I like looking back, if I could tell myself anything or just If there was one thing that I would have done differently, it would have been to not be so afraid of gaining weight when I was going through my reverse diet and just eating more calories because ultimately your body is so flexible. Like you might have had like a hard time losing weight or whatever notion you have, whatever I'm going to say limiting belief you have about your body. And maybe it doesn't feel like a limiting belief. Maybe it feels like the truth, which is fine. Whatever is going on, it's, there's so much that I know now that I didn't know then. And so I I was limiting myself by being so afraid of weight gain because 
had I have just jumped in and been like, Taja, it's fine. Like once you lose weight, you know how to do it. You can really, there's so much that you can learn about your body, but you know that you can create these transformations. Your body is so flexible and you can manipulate the amount of food that you consume to create any transformation that you desire, no matter how difficult it's been up until now. And when I hired my first coach, um, and he wanted me because I, I went through this period where I had done exactly what we kind of talked about in this episode, where I got like I was in a calorie deficit. I lost the weight. I looked great. I felt great. But then I kind of just kept my calories the same. So I was eating just the same amount of calories per day as I was at the beginning of my calorie deficit. And I had plateaued. And I wasn't making any changes, but I was too afraid to increase my calories because A, I didn't really have the knowledge that that was even something that I should do because I didn't want to gain body fat. And I was like, well, I'm not losing weight where I am now. And so if I gain weight, you know, like I was basically maintaining weight, eating 1600 calories per day. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to increase my calories because I don't want to gain weight. Um, but when I hired my first coach, he was the one who was like, no, Taja, you've got to increase your calories, focus on strength, build muscle. You're going to look so much leaner, so much stronger when you are ready to diet down again and lose weight. Then your, you know, your body's just going to be in a perfect place to do that. And you're actually going to see muscle. Like you're going to look so much bigger and, and bigger, not in a bad way, bigger in a more muscular way. And so I took his advice, but it's not something that I would have told myself. And when I increased my calories, not only did I have more energy, I got like I added more exercises into my workout routine. I was like, I was lifting differently because I wasn't in a deficit. So obviously the amount of activity that you do, you're going to have more energy so you can do more. But it was one of the best things that I ever did because I looked leaner. I had more muscle than I did when I was stuck at 1600 calories after losing weight because I was actually able to build muscle because it's very difficult, very difficult for your body to build muscle effectively when you're not fueling it with enough food. So that's the bottom line. And the more muscle you have, the leaner you're going to look overall. And so sometimes you have to be okay with getting past those numbers that you see on the scale in order to progress. And I think that is really the key here. And so if I could look back and tell my younger self anything, it would be just don't worry so much. Don't get in your head because it's, they're just numbers and it's a numbers game. Like there's so much going on behind the scenes that the number that we're looking at on the scale doesn't always reflect how much muscle you have because someone with 130 pounds of muscle is going to look a lot different than someone with 130 pounds of fat. And so your body composition is not a reflection of the numbers that you're seeing on the scale. And so really fueling your body with the right amount of food is going to be so important, not just for losing weight, but also maintaining weight, like whatever your goals are, it's just so important. And so just keeping that in mind, knowing that your body changes. So therefore the amount of calories that your body needs per day is going to change as well. And your body is not meant to stay in a calorie deficit forever. So let's leave it with that. 
Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have questions about this episode or this topic that we're discussing today, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know. Let me know if you're feeling stuck or whatever's going on. I'm here for you. So you can send me a DM at Tasha Cato on Instagram. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please subscribe because that way you won't miss out on upcoming episodes and future stuff that we have going on. All right. Thank you so much. Love you. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now.